Hello everyone, I am Ben, and this is the Jammin' News Podcast. I hope you enjoyed last week's episode. Sorry for producing it late and publishing it two days after it should have come out. I hope you enjoy this week's episode, and I hope your week's been good other than what's happened in the political world in the U.S., Today, we are going to be talking about new movies, and if you're a fan of trading card games, the new Magic set that was announced over the past week, and sports. I hope you enjoy this episode. Let's get into it. Our first topic we're going to be talking about today is movies. I'm trying a new system of recording out to see if people enjoy it more. The movie we're going to be talking about today is Stars Fell on Alabama. It is a romance movie, but also a comedy movie in a way. The movie is PG-13, so if you are under the age of 13 and... Or like and or, if you aren't the best with some mature content, it's probably not the best movie for you. The movie, it like came out on on February or Friday, J- January eighth, twenty twenty one. So it's came out the day that this, like that this podcast episode comes out. Like it the. The movie is about a Hollywood agent or a, ho- a successful Hollywood agent that is returning back to his hometown in Alabama for the first time in 15 years for a reunion which like that kind of seems like it's a long time to be away from your hometown or to this town where you went to school with so that's a little odd to me um to continue on he it, he doesn't want to be the only friend that doesn't have like that isn't married and doesn't have children so he asks his one of his clients to come with him to act like his girlfriend so just so it doesn't seem like he isn't single but then he soon realizes that romance may be closer than he thinks and like that sometimes like if you you just have to try finding the best person it which might take a while it just, it seems like it's a good movie, even if there are some things that might not make the most sense, like why he can bring some other people and not really the most sure. Like when he gets like and when he's going to the town, like back to the town, he. It like 
like when he announces that he's coming back to the town, he is all over the news and everybody's happy to see him, which is a good thing because when people are happy to see other people, then the mood is just better and everybody in the whole town can enjoy the reunion better and other things like and it, like other things like going walk like going around town walking around town and other things like that i hope like i hope if you watch this movie you like it it seems like it's a good movie to to watch the next thing we're going to be to our next topic that we're going to talk about is magic the gathering this is the first time i have talked about it but i hope it's not the last time it is like the new set release that magic the gathering has talked about started or like came out and they made a video to talk about it. like they live streamed their launch on January 7th, 2021. So it is very recent and will take a month or like around a little under a month to get released and be able to for people to be playing on tabletop. But on like if you want to play it before then you can go on magic the gathering arena or magic the gathering online and it comes out on those two games on january 28th so it is like you can get it a little earlier except you might not be able to play it in person with other people even though you probably won't be able to play it in person anyway because of the virus that's going around and all of the lockdowns that have been happening. And I hope you have been safe if you have seen other people. The pre-release, so that's like where people could still get cards and like play, but it might, it's not like the full set release. So there might still be cards that haven't come out yet that, that are in the pre-release. Starts January 29th, so like very close to the end of the month. And ends the day before t- like it fully releases on tabletop, so February 4th. Like After watching the live stream for a few minutes, it seems like there will be a lot of new things like that can be interesting to people like me like I'll try getting it when it first is available because it seems like it would be a fun set to play with like on the magic the gathering website it shows like like it's like one of their sections says like unleash the power of Kaldheim as a war for the sagas rages between demons, giants, and ship shapeshifters, like that just seems like like that would be very intriguing to me. Like they also 
have some new mechanics and other things in this set that might not have been seen on other like on other sets before it like there's a thing called boast where target players like where it makes target players search their live like or for this one card it can make the target players search their library for a card then shuffle their library and put that card on top of it like um, and it's, uh, so it says activate this ability only if the creature attacked this turn and only once each turn. Like that just kind of makes, like that's probably, that's interesting because that can like help people, except it also could hurt people depending on which card they pick that they choose to put on top of their deck. There are also, like, and there are also, like, different types of cards. Or, like, or there are obviously different types of cards in the game, but there are now, like, different plans of things that are in this set. Like, there are five different things like that pretty much are in the set so like there's the um skelly i think it's how it's said i'm not sure well, like they're like they're the raiders which kind of seems like they're they might have the bigger creatures than the like they might be the big creatures that you might want if you are like trying to have a big like aggressive deck and then there's also like the omen omen seekers so the and they're the navigators like they might help you keep the game going longer and keep yourself ha like alive and helping yourself have the higher chance of winning if you're able to keep the game going for a longer amount of time. Yeah, and like there are also different areas of on the map where they each live. Like there's the Fertland, which is a realm of constant geological turmoil inhabited by two races of fierce giants locked in never-ending war. Like, that seems very, very interesting. And, like, and if you want, like, that might be where some of the very, very big creatures come out of because the people that live in it have to worry about keeping like protecting their land that they have and other things like that like and on the magic the gathering website where i found all of this information like there are a lot of multiple like there are a lot of different land like areas like there's there are 10 different land like areas of land where 
people are. And, like, on one edge, there's, like, lava where Immerstrom is. And that, like, kind of seems like lava. So that's probably, like, if you play Magic, that's where red would probably come out of where and where they probably have they'll like in that section they'll probably have some uh like some creatures that are like able to prevent damage or spells that do the same thing and then like on the opposite and there's like the forest area where there are two different air, like two different land things. Like there's, I like I'm not sure if I'll pronounce this right, but it's like Skemfar, where like the description of it is: the shadowed forests of Skemfar are home to the races races of elves descended from ancient gods. Like that seems like that's all that's cool because uh like, they might have more knowledge and are able to, like, deal damage that, like, might not be able to get prevented and other things, like, like, other things that could happen like that, like, that might be able to decide who wins and who loses the game. Like, I feel like this will be a very good deck to play with. So, when it comes out on, like, fully comes out on February 5th, like, I'll announce it most likely when it comes out on that week's episode. Like, I will, like, I hope if you're into it, you can get it and, like, play with it and have some fun times doing it. Our next topic we're going to be talking about is NCAA men's basketball, like I normally do talk about. I will continue talking about it after a minute or like a few seconds of break. Our next and final topic that we're going to be talking about today is sports. The first game we're going to be talking about today is Fairmont State versus West Virginia Wesleyan. The final score of the game was 110 to 85 at Fairmont State. And like this game was in Division 2, so it's not it might not have been the best quality game, but I think it was still a very close but probably pretty close match up for these two teams even though Fairmont State had a pretty high margin of score the next like the um, record of Fairmont State now it is one win, zero losses, and for West Virginia uh, Wesleyan, it was it is now zero and one. So it shows that both of these teams are haven't played that much games, and 
like and since they haven't played that many games they haven't been able to get enough like get a lot of practice and have a closer like have a chance at a closer final score the next game we're going to be talking about today on this episode is Rhode Island versus Richmond. This is a Division One game, not like the last game where it was a Division Two game, and it was held in Richmond, Virginia. So Richmond, who won the game eighty to seventy three, was the home team, and it seemed like it was a pretty close game. Like each team. Like or the first half was a closer game than the second half was. Like, if like say Ro- Richmond didn't have like score as much, then the game could have been a lot closer than the final. Like what it finally actually was, the score of the rich or the final score made Richmond an eight and three team, which is pretty good. Like I feel like they would. Uh, have a good chance of making it into the March Madness competition. You like if that's how it works. Like if the it's off of the rankings, and the Rhode Island team is five and six, so they are a little bit under five hundred, which isn't the best because. They it shows how that they have a not as good team this year, or they just are a lower like uh, like have a lower chance of winning if they are playing a like if they were playing this a team that was better than them, even though that like even if they are five and six, it doesn't show that. They are a bad team or a good team. It just shows that they're not performing as good as they could. And they also could be playing the like harder opponents like Richmond. Like they it's like they are an in three team. So like since Richmond is an in three team, it shows that there was a performance gap in how the score, like how the, each team was doing. The game, the game happened on the sixth of January, twenty twenty one. So it, ha- like, it was a pretty recent game, and it also shows that sometimes, like, like stuff could have changed, like from then to now like maybe like the team that need that uh, Rhode Island needed to lose since they lost like maybe they have lost and they have won a game to make it where they switched positions in their division division the we are now going to talk about our last game of this week on our last topic. The next and final game we're going to be talking about today 
It is the Piedmont versus Western Carolina women's basketball game that happened in North Carolina. So West, like it happened at the Western Carolina Stadium. The final score of the game was seventy-four to fifty-four, Western Carolina. So it seems like the one team, like Western Carolina, since they have more practice, they had a higher chance of winning. The Western Carolina team was is now two and seven after the win, so they've played nine or nine games. So they like they've had more practice than Piedmont, who this was their one game of like uh, from when this game actually happened. And the finals, like the Piedmont team, is zero and one, like I said like and the game kind of veer was one-sided after the first quarter but like from western carolina since they had taken actually after looking at it it looks like the they like both teams shared how many game or how many quarters of the game that they were leading in but for Piedmont, it just wasn't enough to make them have a win, like in like after the game finished its overall amount of time. The teams have, oh, like since they have a losing record, they probably won't make it into the women's March Madness competition unless they can change something around in the amount of time before the competition actually starts. It looks like it's a, it will maybe not happen, but I'm not entirely sure since the teams could just change around their, like could change and they can, either team could just start winning and like every game that they play and just change their record to make it like a over 500 record and like take the lead of their division where they it would be more than acceptable or like or just a record that would help the like the either team's chance of getting into the competition and yeah i feel that either team could win or lose any of their other games but they like for piedmont they've only played once so they haven't had as much practice so they've probably like so i won't think that they would what maybe until they get some more experience on the court, they might not win depending on who they play. And for Western Carolina, since they have played more, they could have a more chance, like a higher chance of winning either or any of their next games since they've had more experience and they 
could tell what they're needing to work on in between each of their games. That's all that I have to say for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And th- like this what is the Jam and News Podcast. I am Ben. I hope you will continue and listen next week. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it, this episode. See you next week.